Uh, very good evening to all brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is the 3rd October 2023. Namo Amitofo, Namo Amitofo, Namo Amitofo, Namo Milofo, Namo Milofo, Namo Milofo, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Pusian Pusa, Namo Tizawa Pusa, Namo Tizawa Pusa. Namo Tijang Pusa, Namo Four Pusa, Namo Four Pusa, Namo Four Pusa, Arahang Sama Sam Buddha Bagawa, Buddhang Bagawan Tang Abiwademi. Suakato Bhagavata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Supadipano Bhagavato Saukasango Sanghang Namami Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Bhattang saranang gachami, Dhammang saranang gachami, Sanghang saranang gachami, Tatiyampi Bhattang saranang gachami, Tatiyampi Dhammang saranang gachami, Tatiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Panati pata veramani sikapadang samadhyami Adina dana veramani sikapadang samadhyami Kami sumichachara Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Musawada Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Surame Raya Majapamadatana Veramani Sikha Padang Samadhyami Padipa Puja Kanna sarapa ditena, dipena tamadang sina, 
ติโลกาติปังสัมบุตังปุจายามิตโมนุตังกันดาสัมบารายุตเตนะดุเปนะขังสุขังหินะปุจายเอปุจานียังตังปุจาปัจานามุตเตมังวันนากันดากุโนเปตังเอตังกสุมาสันตตินปุจายามิมุนินดาสสิริปาดาสารโรเหปุจเจมิบดังกสุเมนาเนนาปุณเนนาเมเตนาเจโหตุโมกังปูปังเมลายตียัตตาอิดังเมกายโยตัตตายัตีวินาสบาวังอาดิวาเซตุโนบันเตปานิยังปาริกาปิตังอานุคัมปังอุปาดายาปาติกันหาตุมุตมังอาดิวาเซตุโนบันเตปาเลปาริกาปิตังอานุคัมปังอุปาดายาปาติกันหาตุมุตมังอาดิวาเซตุโนบันเตปุจานังปาริกาปิตังอานุคัมปังอุปาดายาปาติกันหาตุมุตเตมังนาวิชาวชันเดปุจาเอสเปริชันเบสอนอันเดสเตนิงออเดสิกนิฟิคันส์ออเดสปุจาออฟฟริงส์สิ่งนี้เป็นการสอบรับลิขสิทธิ์ May this o f f i n g to the Buddha brings forth the causes and conditions to illuminate our mind and help arise the needed clarity and understanding to dispel all darkness or ignorance therein. Significance of offering of water. May this offering of pure, clear, cool water lead us to the pure, clear Dhamma. That cools and doses of the fires of all defilements within our mind. Significance of offering of incense. May our morality, virtue, and understanding shine far and wide, just like the fragrance of this incense, which we are offering to the Blessed One, who is perfect in wisdom and virtue. Significance of offering of fruits. May this offering of fruits remind us of the dana parami of generosity and the fruit of our karma, so that we will diligently strive on with heedfulness to attain the path and fruition soon as possible. Significance of offering of flowers. May this constant offering of flowers to the blessed one. Strengthen our faith and constantly remind us of the impermanence of this body, so that we will diligently and sincerely strive on to cultivate sila samadhi and panya, leading to ultimate liberation, the bond free nibbana. Making of oral aspiration, by the power of all these merits, born of these offerings. 
Mayor Spiritual Faculty of Sata Virya Sati Samadhi Empire be further strengthened until they become balanced of power. Sharing and transfer merits to all beings. May these merits be shared and transferred to all beings without exception, especially to those who have the condition and affinity to receive them. Sadhu, 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 Dang Pujen. Damang Pujen. Sanghang Pujen. Just relax and maintain some form of attention. Uh, today, before we start, uh, maybe I want to continue a bit of just now what we discussed before we start. Uh, it's okay, we are, even though it's not recorded. Uh, we are, they were asking me about the Xinjiang trip. Uh, I told them it's very beautiful. Then, what is important is, it's like meant to be. Actually, many years back, a lot of people have been telling me about Xinjiang. But I don't feel like going because at that time I don't know why. Uh, there was nothing, no sign, nothing. But this trip was like meant to be. Suddenly, Sweet Aunt before text me and say, Do you want to join us or not? Uh, I think sometime in July or, what, or June, I forgot already. Then I say, should be okay because by now I know the high-speed train already ready. Things has become like more modern. That's why I got this feeling that this place I have to go, but I don't know why I have to go. The only thing I know is the nature there very beautiful, but I didn't know about the history and the culture until when I was there. That's why it's like meant to be. My advice is if you want to go, go north. Beijing, don't go south. Your south still a lot of uh, thing not as developed as the north. Yeah, the resources are mainly in the north. Uh, in the south, I think I met Xingyap and the group. They are about 16 days, I think, they travel there. We are 11 days. But they say the toilet condition is still not good. Eh? Then their, their trip is very tiring. Very tiring and a lot of like uh, endurance is needed. But if you cannot take it, not easy. Uh, almost everybody falls sick and got a lot of problem. But what I want you to understand is these are the places where you have the understanding. You go, you benefit. I told you all about the Pakwatan. The Pakwa city, where they did the formation of the Pakwa Very strange, you know, that place, when I was nearby there, the energy is very strong. You know. There is a type of energy inside there. That's why it can actually tame the people that try to revolt and rebel and all those things. All this formation, they exist because these are nature's formation. Man and nature must harmonize. Then you know how to develop this formation. It can help you temporarily, but 
it may not last long. That's why you look at all the civilization, everything, they come and they go. Because things evolve, change. So like I mentioned just now, Xinjiang is a very unique region. Population only 28 million, about 2% of what China has. But that whole area is so rich in minerals, oil and gas, minerals, rare metal, and a lot of what they call resources that enable them to actually prosper. 2% of population, the land mass is quite big. It accounts for almost 30 or 40% of China's GDP. You know. That's the figure. Then the central government was very good. They saw the potential. They said they developed the area, the Belt and Road project, the last 10 years. And it has taken off and developed a lot of benefits to a lot of countries all over the world. So what happened was that area was an old silk route. The gateway to the west, actually. Yeah. And there are civilization before that. Buddhist civilization, the Tunhuang area, which is in the south. Then you have the population, the minority group, 42 of them. Most of them are Muslim. Yeah. But they are nomads. And they are uh, simple people, Greek people. But the China government was good, able to convince them, unite them, and make them into an autonomous region. They call it an autonomous region. Means they are given a lot of special rights and retain their entity and all those things, their culture, everything. So because of that, it's the way China developed the innovative understanding. It's just like Hong Kong with a handbag, one country, two system, and they developed the understanding the harmony and even Macau and other areas. So this autonomous region was not easy. Actually that whole frontier, they got eight countries surrounding that. And they call it the mountain range or the Tian Shan with a snow cap. And because of China's innovation and ability to bail out all this, Every year, four or five months, the snow-capped mountain will melt because spring and summer. Then they dam up the water. And that whole lake, you may think it's a lake, which is very big. But during the winter, it's frozen. Frozen. You can skate on it, drive on it, and run on it, and all those things. So they use the water from there which is very clean, and the latest I read is they able to culture salmon, salmon fish and all those things. That's why they don't need to buy from Japan now. The water, the quality also is better than the ocean over in Japan side, Fukushima and Finland and all those So because of that, they're able to do this. Then they use the water from this snow-capped mountain to irrigate the Gobi Desert. The whole area actually not habitable, very tough condition. But because of the innovation and the technology and the resources and the government now got money, that's why they actually developed the area. And the whole area has become the very 
developed and fastest growing uh, Belt and Road region connecting to the what they call West uh, and because they border a country Russia or the Ubagistan uh, Turkistan I don't know what a lot of time then Afghanistan Pakistan India all this country uh, but they managed to develop what they call Middle Asia that's why they got the summit everything so the approach by China is harmony is actually to benefit everybody to prosper thy neighbor not to like create issue or problem and all that. so the way they actually uh, look at all this and plan all this is really a marvel then you look at the culture the history, yeah, they actually retain a lot of things. And it is because of the causes and conditions, and China is supposed to rise again. That's why this Xinjiang region uh, is a region that is very uh, unique and meant to be. The last 10 to 15 years, uh, they discover a lot of oil and gas there. Like the China guy told us, he said, they are so rich in oil, it's like the oil is overflowing everywhere. Wherever you go, you just dig uh, 60 feet, you get the oil already. I guess. So now they actually do a lot of things there. And they don't need to sink all the deep pipe to get the oil. They got a lot of this small rig uh, that actually can pump all the oil and gas out. Uh, very fast and very easily and they got a lot and the whole highway uh, you go around uh, that whole region uh, you can see then the whole Gobi Desert has become a lot of transformed oasis you know, a lot of area habitable have water have now with the solar and wind uh, electricity power everything they have now high speed train <laughs> so you look at how they transform the area is a marvel really. and it benefited mm -hmm. China a lot yeah, I think that bump just blow mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay that's why this are phenomenal prop <laughs> yeah. so it's like China they accidentally discovered the area and it like in Cantonese you say so much resources down there well then now all these countries surrounding, they like to work with China. Then the Belt and Road spread all over the year. So it's a new world order, multipolar world and all those things. I think it's good for the future of the world. That's why I say it's meant to be. So it so happened at this time, I got a condition, sweet army phone contacted me. So I went. And it's really a beautiful trip. Then when you're there, you silence your mind. You, you really become different. You are completely present there. Your consciousness is different. Yeah. That's why almost everybody, well, the schedule was so hectic. Almost everybody sick. And uh, I think on the fifth, sixth day, a lot of people sick already, cannot move. And there was one 80 years old one most of the time in the bus. And the 70-year-old one was struggling. Yeah. But the 60-year-old one also collapsed. <laughs> 683. That's why when you want to travel, make sure you're young and you go. But this time around, I was lucky. My health was good. 
I last two day only felt some irritation on the throat. I was okay the whole trip until I come back. I still okay, except the throat starts to give me problem. Then I rested a few days. I recovered. So this is the brief sharing. As usual, relax body and mind. Maintain awareness. Just aware. Don't try to know. Don't try to do anything. At the moment you are without thought, you already aware. So don't try to create thinking, unnecessary thinking, or perception, or activity that will stir the mind. That's why I say don't try to know. The trying to know is the mundane mind that wants to perceive, go to memory, and create all the thinking. Then the views, opinion, conditioning, belief system will make you heedless, stir your mind. That's why don't try to know, don't try to do, because the doing is always by the thought, which is the mundane mind. So when thinking or mundane mind is active, you cannot be aware that nature cannot surface. So awareness-based meditation, when you understand, you don't do anything technically. You just relax and maintain awareness so that you don't fall asleep. Yeah. Otherwise, you will do so. But you are very tired. You need to rest. You rest. But try to maintain awareness. That's why the second support, maintaining awareness, is also very important. The first support is relax, body and mind completely. Feel yourself completely relaxed at ease. Then maintain awareness. Then whatever happen, let it happen. Thought arise, aware, finish. Uh, sensation arise, aware, finish. Whatever consciousness arise, aware, finish. It can be smell, taste, tactile, or even thinking or thought process, aware. Finish. Then, of course, when you have this vision inside you, like mental formation, or when you close your eye, there are some mental formation or images inside that. You just maintain awareness, aware, and let it be. That's why I use the word aware. Finish. No more thinking. No more proliferation of thought and mind. Just maintain awareness. Mindfully come out of the meditation and try to maintain whatever inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness that you have developed for as long as you can. These are the what we call meditative mind state that you need to cultivate the daily mindfulness, to develop heedfulness in the midst of life so that you are ever mindful constantly meditating and this is most important that's why the Buddha said heedfulness is the path to deathless the heedful never die whereas you cannot develop this ability to be heedful the Buddha said the heedless are as if dead so he said heedlessness is the path to the dead so 
if you are not able to have this ability to be aware, heedful, constantly meditative, then you become heedless. And when you are heedless, you don't stand a chance. That's why I say you are as if dead. You may be conscious of life, alive, but you are not aware of what is going on and you cannot understand true reality. And all these are the important understanding that you need to understand life and to awaken. That's why mindfulness is very important. Of course, mindfulness is only one of the five spiritual faculty, but it's the most important. The others are sadhaviriya, means faith in the Buddha and his teaching, and the spiritual zeal of tenacity to cultivate to go this way. Then you develop sati. Once you stabilize this sati, samadhi will fall into place. With sati and samadhi, you can see things as they are, develop the wisdom and awaken. That is what awareness-based meditation is all about. So without this ability to be aware and mindful, you can't develop the understanding and the awakening. Invocation to the Devas In this universe in the entirety, let the deities of Devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the King of Sages, which gives heaven and release Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantaha Achakawale Su. Atrakachantu devata Saddamang Munirajasa Sunantu Sakamokadang Dhammasvanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Dhammasvanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Dhamma Svanan Kalo Ayang Badanta Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambhadasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambhadasa Namo Atasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambhadasa Iti Peso Bhagavā Arahang Sama Sambhudo Vijacarana Sampano Sugato Lokavidu Anotaro Purisa Dhammasarthi Satta Deva Manosanam Buddha Bhagavati Swakato Bhagavata Dhammo Sandhitiko Akaliko Ehi 
哦巴那伊哥，巴加巴维的达多，比诺希的，苏巴的巴诺巴卡瓦多萨克桑哥。乌丘巴蒂巴诺巴卡瓦多萨克桑哥，雅雅巴蒂巴诺巴卡瓦多萨克桑哥，萨米吉巴蒂巴诺巴卡瓦多萨克桑哥。雅地当恰达里布里萨尤嘎尼阿德布里萨布嘎拉耶萨巴嘎瓦多萨克桑哥阿呼尼哟巴呼尼哟雅基尼哟安加里卡拉尼哟。阿努德朗布娘吉当罗卡萨蒂萨杜萨杜萨杜 ，OK， you all can be seated. Just relax, maintain some more attention. Then we continue. We will go to the sutta. We are at page. Four hundred and eighty. Yeah. Take a look at this line of the Dharma Flower Sutta. Yeah. So we'll continue from there. And say, but once, Namo Buddhaya. They have realized the Buddha way. So this is so powerful. Even that chanting, Namo Buddhaya, is powerful. This will pave the way for. Cultivators of the way to ultimately realize the Buddha way. Even though at that time he was a thief, he planted good roots through his recitation, and so in the future he can suddenly become a Buddha. This is called vigor in opposition and in accord. Even though he was a thief, he still recited the Buddha's name. The Buddha did not help him steal the heavenly spirit's head, but the Buddha does treat everyone equally. So this is Xianhua's commentary. Yeah? Those who recite, be they good or evil, obtain the same efficacious or efficacious response. It also depends on how you recite. Yeah? If you have the faith, the efficacy is. More intense than than if you have the mindfulness, the awareness,、uh, and then you develop the spiritual quality. Your chanting become different. Then the sutta say, hearing this,、uh, you should not make the mistake of thinking if the thief recited the Buddha's name, Namo Buddhaya, and stole the heavenly spirit's head. I will go recite the Buddha's name and steal, perhaps the earthly spirit's silver head, or maybe some valuable human head. You cannot get away with this. The thief who stole the heavenly spirit head knew nothing about the Buddha Dharma, 
Perhaps he had heard someone say in passing, it is good to recite the Buddha's name. And so when he was afraid, it occurred to him that he should recite it. He has certainly never studied the Buddha Dharma, but because of that act, it helped him. So a student of the Buddha Dharma should take care not to use the awesome virtue of the Buddha recitation or lean on the Buddha's might to help them steal with impunity. You cannot do that. Once you have studied the Buddha Dharma and know that stealing is against the law, you go ahead and do it. Your offense is very severe. Yes, you know, I say double. <laughs> Means you do on purpose when you already know it's not correct. So the intensity is more severe. This is something you should all understand clearly. Why do I bring this up? It's because there was once a monk who before leaving the home life had been in the army. Later on, he studied the Buddha Dharma and had great faith in the Buddha recitation. Before he left home, he himself recited and he led others in recitation. Five or six years after he left home, he ran off to Tao Feng Meta, a mountain in Hong Kong where they specialize in convincing those who have left home to return to lay life. When the monk got there, he took up a job as a cook. Those who left home always went off their vegetarian diet when they went there. As a cook, the monk thought that because he recited the Buddha's name, he could save the living being as he killed them. So as he killed or cut out the chicken's head, he would recite Namo Amitabha Buddha. Means Namo Amitabha. He thought that by reciting, he could cross over the chickens as he killed them. But in the end, when he had been there for a while, a little over half a year, he went insane and died. So you cannot do this kind of thing. So what Shenhua is trying to explain is, ignorance is not a reason for you to do things wrongly. Uh, ignorance is not please. Uh, ignorance is very severe. So out of ignorance or delusion, uh, you do it, then the consequence will be there. Mm. Everyone should be particularly clear about it. If you deliberately violate a precept, the offense is triple. Uh, this is Shen Ho's version. Uh. He had no authority to do such a thing. It is true that reciting the Buddha's name will save living beings. You have the power to see that as you kill them, they are for sure being reborn in the land of ultimate bliss. That is different. That is one thing. But you cannot actually see it happen. You do not have the power 
you cannot. You cannot just say, I'm hoping that they will be born in the land of ultimate bliss, means the Western paradise. That is not good enough. Hearing this account, do not misunderstood or understand that and think that as long as you recite the Buddha's name, you can... It shouldn't be clear. You can uh, overcome coming offenses. Those who recite the Buddha's name should not commit the slightest offense or make the slightest mistake. Because recitation is recitation. It cannot help you to cover your evil intent or act. Karma is moral causation. Yeah. So when you are deluded, you kill or you harm, believing that by doing so you can help them. Unless you have such vow, you have developed the bodhisattva vow that can bring forth the causes and condition to take them across. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not really possible. And Sharon said, I knew that monk personally. Later on, he went insane. When he went insane, he wanted to see me. He knew that he could see me. Perhaps he would have some hope of eradicating his coming offenses. But he never get, did get to see him. His name was Hong Hui and was the grand disciple of Xin Lao He Sang. So that is the commentary of Xianhua. Then the next part of the sutra is, be it from Buddha of the past, while existent or after their extinction, those who have heard this Dhamma have realized the Buddha way. The world honored one of the future are limitless in number. So this one you have to have the understanding. World honored one means the Samasa Buddha. The future Samasa Buddha that come, they are limitless in number. All of these thus come ones will also speak the Dharma or expedient devices. All of the thus come one by means of limitless expedient devices have all living beings to enter the Buddha's non-outflow wisdom, means the supreme vehicle wisdom. Of those who have heard the Dhamma, none will fail to become Buddhas. Yeah. So that is the efficacy. Okay, an outline showing the virtue of the ultimate cause gained by hearing the Sutta. The Buddha of the future dispensing the provisional, revealing the actual the singularity of the cultivator. Now we go to the commentaries. Be it from the Buddha of the past, while existent or after the extinction. The commentary's explanation is perhaps they were in the world or perhaps they have realized Nibbana or entered Nibbana. Those who have heard this Dhamma, see, even hearing it is powerful enough, good enough. If there are those who have heard the wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta, they have already realized the Buddha way. Because all Buddha of the past has spoken this Sutta. 
all Buddha the present are speaking this sutta, and all Buddha the future will speak this sutta. All those who have heard this wonderful Dhamma have already accomplished the Buddha path. They have all finally become Buddhas. So the world-honored one of the future are limitless in number. Means they cannot be counted. All of these dust come one will also speak the Dhamma or expedient devices. They will first speak the provisional teaching and later return to the real teaching. All of the dust come one in the ten direction by means of limitless expedients, employing the countless Dhamma dolls, help all living beings to enter the Buddha's non-outflow wisdom. They cause all living beings to obtain the non-outflow wisdom of the Buddha. This go beyond actually the Arahant way to realize Samasa Buddhahood. Yes, even the Arahant, they may have developed the understanding, the wisdom to cease their segmented life, birth and death. But they still have outflow, outflow of thought. Their Monday mind has not collapsed and ceased. So that is the difference. That one still to the mind, uh, there is still outflow. Uh, so the one that realizes Samasambuddhahood is the complete perfection without outflow, where the Monday mind has collapsed and they have realized the two man, the nature within. Yeah. Of those who have heard the Dhamma means, hearing this Dhamma simply means hearing the wonderful Dhamma, Lotus Flower Sutta. See, the moment you hear is that none will fail to become Buddhas. The reason being, if you have affinity during the sasana when the Samasa Buddha is around and you can listen to this sutta, means you already have your parami and you will bring forth the causes and condition for you to hear this and receive all this teaching again in the future. And like the sutta explained, the number of Samasa Buddha, the Taskam one, is limitless. They continue to come. So, in the distant future, somehow, when you have that condition to just listen to that very unique, wonderful Dhamma, Lotus Flower Sutta, you will definitely become a Samasa Buddha. That's why he used the word, none will fail to become Samasa Buddha. Of those who have heard the wonderful Dhamma, Lotus Flower Sutta, not one of them in the future will not become a Buddha. So we are now able to hear this sutta. And in the future, each of us will have the opportunity to become Buddhas. Several thousand years ago, Sakyamuni Buddha gave us all the predictions of future Buddhahood. That time, actually, a lot of his disciples, he was able to give prediction. Therefore, 
we who had the opportunity to hear this sutta should not take ourselves lightly. So what he's trying to tell you, you should count your great blessings. We are this condition every day. In the future, you can become Samasambuddha. You should not think that reciting the Buddha's name is such a simple thing to do. We recite the Buddha's name once and do not find it difficult. But why is it not difficult? It is because of our karmic offenses are not all that severe or deep. People with karmic obstruction may want to recite the Buddha's name, but they are unable to do so. That's why the care of karma, karmic obstruction can be very, very detrimental. They are obstructed by their karmic obstruction or obstacles. So they cannot even resign if they want to. That's why I used to share with you all. Karmic obstruction, you have to ask for forgiveness and develop the ability to overcome them. Otherwise, when they arise, they really obstruct you from receiving the teaching and understanding. So they are obstructed by their karmic obstruction or obstacle. So they cannot even recite it, even if they want to. Take for example Devadatta. He could only recite Namo, that's it. His karmic obstacle was so heavy, he could not say the word Buddha. So coming obstruction, they are very, very real. When they arise to develop this, what they call obstruction, in Mahayana Mandarin term they call Tsang Ai, means they actually obstruct and prevent. That's why you cannot see, means cannot see. You cannot understand, means you cannot understand. The Dhamma may be spoken by a Samasabuddha, but when you have coming obstruction, it's like not Dhamma to you at all. And you will have the coming obstruction to prevent you from understanding. That obstruction can take a long time unless you know how to actually ask for forgiveness sincerely and break the coming obstruction. That's why what I have taught you all in the early days is also in the Bodhisattva vow, the yellow card. That format to ask for forgiveness is very important. Then Shenhua mentioned an event in China also took place which proved that those with heavy coming obstruction are unable to recite the Buddha's name. In China, during the Southern Song Dynasty, there were a great minister by the name of Qing Kui. Qing Kui, Qing Kui, Qing Kui, sorry, pronunciation not accurate, Qing Kui. He had a few good roots, and so he was very intelligent and placed first as a Zhuangyan, oh, means he was the top scholar in the imperial exam. But after he became an official, 
he grew envious of the worthy and jealous of the talented. In this way, he created a great deal of karmic obstacle or offensive karma. One of the worst deeds was to have murdered. The karmic offense he had created was extremely heavy because a star bodhisattva had a close affinity with him. Ah, this one, you better be careful. Uh, you murder somebody with these great beings as a good friend, uh, affinity, uh, you will get into big trouble. He came to take him across, means a star bodhisattva, because of the close affinity, take him across. He made a plan in advance. I will go there, and if I can just get him to recite the word Buddha, I will release him from all of his offense. <laughs> then the earth star bodhisattva turned himself into a pishu and went to see Qing Kui. Qing Kui was at the height, height of his political career, a prime minister to the emperor. When he saw the monk approaching, he called to him and engaged him in a conversation. The monk exalted him to recite the Buddha's name, but he would not do so, he said. You really should recite the Buddha's name. A man in your high position, but he refused to recite it. You know why? Coming obstruction. What use is recitation, he replied, he said. He simply would not say that word. All a stop bodhisattva wanted him to do is to say the word Buddha only once, and then he could free Ching Kui of his offense. But Ching Kui refused to say it. Then a stop bodhisattva manifests spiritual penetration. He used his fix. In the 42 hands, there is one called the white wicks hand, isn't there? Those who have left home carry them to brush away the mosquito. Anyway, the earth-star bodhisattva brushed him with his wing, and Ching Kwai was forced to kneel in front of him. He wanted to get up, but tried. As he might, he could not do so. Then Ustha Bodhisattva held out his palm and said, Tell me what word it is that I am writing on my palm. As he wrote the word Buddha for, all Ching Kwai had to do was to say, That is the word Buddha, in order to be free from all his coming offense. But what? Do you think Ching Kwai did? <laughs> His heavenly eloquence burst forth and said, When young, I was a top scholar. Now, I'm an imperial scholar. Every piece of literature in the country must first be shown to me. If I could not even read that word, 
how could I have become the Prime Minister? I can read that word, all right, but I will not say for you. All he had to do was to read it, but he would not do so. Seeing this, the Earthstar Bodhisattva realized all his karmic offense is indeed uh, his karmic offense is indeed heavy. There is really no way I can save him. So later, Ching Kuai fell into the Aviji hell. So this was the story. Karmic obstruction can make you very arrogant. <laughs> this proves that recitation of the Buddha's name is not a simple matter. Why should we ordinarily recite the Buddha's name in preparation for the time when our life comes to an end and we will need to do so? If we need to recite eh, when our lives are coming to an end, why not just wait until then? This is the way they think. Eh? Why do you have to recite now? Eh, you ask. So a lot of people don't understand. No? They always say, uh, don't worry. Uh, when the time comes, uh, in fact, there is a lot of cultivators. Uh, they have been advised and they also believe this is true. No? He say, actually, don't worry. Uh, you cultivate also no use. Uh, most morning is the last minute before you die. Uh, that thought must be pure thought. He say. No negativity, no delusion. So you stay silent. You develop metta and all those things. And you think it can happen or not. Because they don't understand. Karmic consciousness, before you even die, will take over. Understand? Because your karmic offense, that karmic consciousness, they will actually override your conscious mind. Your knowledge all no use. You are not able to do what you want to do. So karmic conditioning, the karmic consciousness when they arise, it is like what the Buddha said. You are born of your karma, heir to your karma, conditioned and supported by your karma. And you are what you are because of karma. There is nothing you can do. Always remember that. Don't hope for the last moment. Eh? In Mandarin, they got a saying, then last minute, no use, I just because the, the karmic is not something you can understand. But if it's something you do, habitual, yeah, like you are every time charm, that's why the mind is charm. Amitopo, 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 or Kuan Yin Pusa. So they chant until you become part of their nature. So before they die, that habitual tendency, that fate, they will arise or no. Even the karmic consciousness, they will be chanting that. That's why they will have birth in the land of the ultimate bliss, because you cultivate affinity with Amitabha Buddha or Kuan Yin Bodhisattva, or any other great beings. So all this, cultivator all the way, have to develop understanding. You have to do your homework, diligently, with faith, with understanding, and do not be heedless. Do not 
have this crazy idea. Everything last minute cannot. I tell you, last minute is for the heedless, deluded, not for the cultivator of the way. The cultivator of the way prepare and develop and stabilize all this. So the other thing that you have to understand, you listen to this. If you don't develop mindfulness until that stability, until you can be heedful, you don't know how to die. You definitely don't know how to die. At the moment of death, you cannot maintain awareness. The coming consciousness take over and you are gone. But you have developed them before. Very strange. Before you die, that nature will arise. Because like I explained to you all before, this life, when I was young, eight or nine years old, before I even know the Dhamma, before I even cultivate anything, I had this out of the body experience. You remember the consciousness that came out? Actually, I died. But the whole process of it happening, very funny. I never cultivated, I didn't do anything but my past. At that moment, even as a kid at that time, my awareness came out and I saw how my craving force that bind me to this physical body that time as a child, how it dissipated, no? It dissipated, no? Then there was no fear, nothing, no? Then I was witnessing the thing. Then how, after it dissipated, it freed my consciousness and my consciousness drifted out, no? Then I was up there, and my physical body was down there. That's why at that time, I was telling myself, no fear, nothing. Then I know how to die, you know. This one. What gives me the ability? Because my nature in the past, I have done that before. So whether this life, when I come as a form of mind, whether I got a Dhamma or not, my nature know what to do. That's why once you have gone through that type of cultivation, you will know how to die. You will never die. <laughs> Deluded. The awareness nature is there. So this is something that my nature came to realize and know. That's why I say, do not be heedless. Train your mind to be heedful until that mindfulness and heedfulness is a part of you. Then that thing will surface when your, what they call, segmented life is about to end. So the karmic consciousness, they cannot come and like, overpower you because the awareness is a purifying force that nature will surface and all the bodhisattva vow everything that you have they will bring forth the bohi mind and that bohi mind is your true mind your silent mind and that is the one that will surface that's why you must have all this understanding the faith the confidence the sincerity yeah. then develop the ability to silence your mind, stabilize the awareness nature, so that that nature is always with you. This is what you need to develop. Okay, we go back to the sharing. Everything is a question of their habit. See, habitual tendency, good and bad. If your cultivation 
is developed until it has become a part of you means it's like your habitual tendency this is what you want to do this is what you have faith in and this is what will actually bring forth the causes and condition when you lose control of your conscious mind things that you habitually do will be repeated and it will come forth to actually help you karma is the same if you always heedless and do all those negativity of what they call heedless thinking then this heedless thinking will override and become your habitual tendency that will condition the rebirth accordingly so everything is a question of habit if you do not do something as a rule then when your life is drawing to a close you will not remember how to recite the Buddha uh, this one Shen Huang put it correctly uh, you don't think it's very easy uh, before I die I just recite uh, Namo Amitabha Buddha uh, or Amitabha you think so easy you go and try that is why now in ordinary time we should learn how to recite and cultivate the pure land then when our life is over we can be reborn in the land of ultimate bliss that's why very strange you know, this like uh, i english educator but somehow uh, when i hear the chanting uh, my nature like drawn to it uh, and inside know how to chant uh, very strange that's why when I came this life, when I was young, I go to the Kuan Yin Miao with my mother. Then I heard this, uh, my nature uh, respond, no, no. and like inside, I uh, know how to chant, no, no. automatic, no. no need to like advise by people or what. Then when I go in and pay respect also, all the dainty, all I cannot pay respect. Uh. I only pay respect to Kuan Yin, Sakyamuni Buddha, and the four creepings. Very funny, uh. Then all the medium and all those things, I, my mother take me in and asked me to offer joystick, offer whatever uh, that he bring her. I out of uh, respect for her, I take the joystick, I count 1 to 10, then I put it down. Because I can't, because this nature somehow have the understanding. He cannot do all this. Uh, and of course my mother don't know. But the very strange thing is Pai Ti Kong, you know that. Actually, Saka is a noble one. No? He's a Sotapan, no? yeah. first day of Seva. So every year, Che Kao, Pai Ti Kong, my, father will, my mother sorry, will call all of us uh, come and pay respect to Ti Kong. Yeah. Then a very strange one. The Pai Ti Kong, uh, I never count one to ten. No. Uh, I like, I just have joy. Then I say, okay lah. So I clap my hand, then I silent my mind. Then after that, I put the joystick down. Like, pay respect, that's it. Yeah. At that time, I don't know the Dhamma yet. I don't know what all this. But naturally, you know what to do. One. That's why, whatever you do before in the past, it become a part of you. And your nature inside will respond on, will know. So all of your cultivation is not wasted on. Don't go and deludedly think. Uh. It's just like you work so hard for one. Finally you have to die. 
So whatever you have cultivated never get lost on the sun. That's why do not be heedless. Be heedful. Then everything will be an inheritance. Then you will not fall. Otherwise, not easy. This way, it's not easy. Today, actually, Joyce, he don't know why, last night he texted me. He said, tomorrow you're free at 9.30 in the morning. Take you for breakfast. He came 9.20. You know, after that, she stayed and they went after lunch, almost dinner already. Then only she sent me back and left. In between, uh, the condition arises. Uh, he talked to me about Dhamma, non-stop. And I don't know why it's her affinity. A lot of this Dhamma, not easy to understand. Uh, but she was attentively listening uh, and she knew beautiful, but she cannot comprehend yet. So it's meant to be where she is very sincere. She do a lot of things for us, the activity of like gathering of Kayameta, our MC. And he today told me the same thing. But I don't know why in the introduction I say, your nature is like that one. Your duty is to share. You remember? After that, whether people understand, don't understand, follow, don't follow, nothing to do with you. Oh, I said, not bad. <laughs> because I fulfill my vow, I do my duty, that's it. Then the world is the world. Condition like that, things be like that. Living beings are just the way they are. The easiness of things. Everything is not what you think. Phenomenal world. Condition arising, dependent originating, you know you, you know all this. How many people can understand this type of teaching? This type of dhamma is so profound. Oh, he keep on listening. You see, Allah brother, I also don't know why I say that. I say because you have the affinity in. So that reward uh, comes so fast. Uh. We just had our gathering. Uh, Sunday. Tuesday, he made the appointment. Then everything happened. And during the breakfast, during the lunch, we talked Dhamma. Come back here also. <laughs> Until the husband Clifford called many times. But he very lucky. Every time he called, there's a reason why he can stay. He said, I'm discussing eh, Dhamma and also learn about the investment thing from Brother Theo. <laughs> uh, so that one, actually, I think Clifford called three, four times, huh? but every time called him. Eh? Then he said, meant to be, uh, no need to go home. Uh. Otherwise, she'll have to go home. <laughs> so I said, before I left the car, I said, you tell Clifford, uh, sorry for occupying your wife's time for so long. <laughs> so she also laughed. He said, this one very important now. Spend more time. Huh? In future, huh? very useful. <laughs> Otherwise, huh? how can you have opportunity to listen to this? And this is not something that come by naturally. And everything just come out like that. You know? 
That's why meant to be will be one. Not meant to be, uh, you come also no use one. Uh. Oh, Queenie is here. Yeah. That's why Queenie come. Uh. I cannot talk Dhamma to him or her. Uh. I don't know why. Yeah, very seldom. Uh. But she do a lot of things. She has faith also. Because it's the way your nature is. It's the way you cultivate. The way you actually perfect it. So what you do has its causes and condition to unfold all this. Like I always say, my nature is just that nature. It echoed and flow. It does not favor, it does not do anything. If you don't have the causes and condition, of course I will rejoice and all that, but that's about all. But if it's meant to be you, people I don't know also, the Dhamma will come out on. That's why it's very strange, very unique. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we have to go back to the sharing, otherwise I wouldn't end. Then the question is, why should we reborn in the land of ultimate bliss? The Western paradise, you ask. It is because of the vow of Amitabha Buddha. Yeah, you must understand the 48 great vow. In the closer ground when he was a bhikkhu as Fang Zhang. Oh, Fang Zhang is the Dhamma treasury. Eh? Now I learn. He made 48 great vows. And said, After I become a Buddha, of all the living beings in the ten direction, if there is one who call upon my name, who recite my name as Amitabha Buddha, eh, means Namo Amitabha. I shall certainly guide them to my land. Means the land of ultimate bliss, the pure. That's why these are the vow they make. Kuan Yin also said, those who call upon my name or for how or whatever, even Om Mani Pemi Hope, enough. There will be a response. Kuan Yin. So all these are the affinity that they have actually perfected for cultivator of the way to have affinity, to have access. So cultivation is not difficult. Okay? You know all this. You just recite. That's why a lot of people don't understand. You see? Pure land. Is it authentic? Theroda teaching. You ask like that how to answer you. You want to know authentic or not, but you limit it to Theroda teaching. Theroda don't teach like that. <laughs> But the thing is, they use this word, you know, they are limited knowledge, they say, you chan chan chan, no need to cultivate, can become enlightenment. <laughs> That's what they will tell you. But they don't know what is chanting. I explained before. When you chant with faith, your sadha, spiritual faculty is there. That even drives you, the virya. Then when you chant until the chanting and the awareness become one, that is steady, that is mindfulness, that is awareness. Then when that one stabilized, it becomes samadhi. Then they will understand the teaching, they will understand the sutta, they will see things as the, the wisdom will arise, the understanding will. That's how the spiritual faculty transform their cultivation. And you still think, no four noble truth, no noble eightfold path, how to become enlightened. The main cultivation is a spiritual faculty. 
when the spiritual faculty is there, you can see things as they are. You awaken to the universal characteristics. The four number two will all fall into place. The wisdom will arise. The universal characteristic, they will stand up. They will awaken to it. They will insight into phenomena and realize all this. That's how they transform. So, before you have all this understanding, please don't simply comment. My advice is have an open mind. So here, Amitabha say, I shall certainly guide them to the land of ultimate bliss. They can come to the Western paradise and eventually realize Buddhahood. So this is because of his mouth. So in his land, the people will be transformally born from the lotus flower, means not the normal birth. And their body will be clear and pure. Because of the vows made by Amitabha Buddha, all living beings now who cultivate the Dharma or Buddha name recitation will find it. This is the easiest of all the Dharma That's why a lot of Mahayana Manga, finally, uh, it seems you go and find out. They say, uh, ultimately, uh, at first they go the wisdom way. Uh, they follow the Mahayana or the Leng Yanjing. Uh, the Surangama Sutta, the Heart Sutta. But finally, uh, they still agree uh, is Jing Tu, the pure land, the chanting. They still go that way. Not to say they go that way, because the understanding automatically unfolds. Like my nature when I come, uh, this Ami Tofo, Ami Tofo, and the consequence. It come by itself, no? and very powerful inside there. No? When I was in Cameron Island in the early 80s, I remember. Wow, they all do the chanting. Uh. I can follow around for my, very mindful. Uh, no? and inside, very strong. Uh, no? oh. And how you explain all this? I'm an English educator. No? I don't know all this thing. Uh, but automatic. No? And I know how this teaching come about. Uh, and how it can unfold. So, Unless you have the past, the understanding, you cannot explain all this. You cannot understand all this. That's why you need great beings to guide you. That's why Kayanamita ship, like the Buddha said, is 100% of the holy life. And the one that is the greatest of all the Kayanamita are the great beings and the Samas of Buddha. Where they really have the understanding and the teaching. If you meet them, you will be home, uh, provided you have the appropriate affinity. Don't go and create like Devadatta, uh, uh, through anger, through vengeance and all those things. Then you wow and you so strong. Uh, life after life, you want to come after him. Uh, but finally, he also predicted to be a Pacheka Buddha. So not too bad. Uh, you can be around them, I think, no matter what you do, ultimately, you will still uh, have developed the appropriate condition to be free. You look at Devadatta, you look at Angulimala, killed so many and yet developed the affinity and finally the Buddha came and helped them. So cultivation is not what you think. Uh? 
Because of the vow made by Amitabha Buddha, all the living beings now who cultivate the Dhamma Dao or Buddha recitation will find it easiest of the Dhamma Dao. This is very, very true. Eh? In the Sutta, it is said, of those beings of the Dhamma ending age, eh? no one in a million who cultivates will obtain the way. You just imagine eh, the probability. No one, no, even in one million who cultivate, no, who obtain the way. This is during the Dhamma ending age. If you don't have all this understanding, you go and cultivate, you are wasting your time. Unless you have your past, then you have affinity, Amitabha. That's why Amitabha's and teaching is to help people during the Dhamma ending age. Yeah. Only through the practice of the recitation of the Buddha's name will they be be born in the land of ultimate bliss and thereby be saved. Now it is the Dhamma ending age. Yes, Shenhua tell you, ending already. So fast. Uh. I thought got 4,500 years. Yeah. I thought still got about 2,000 years. But never mind. But he himself mentioned, he said, if you think it's Dhamma ending age, it is Dhamma ending age. We are your thought created it. Yeah. So, People ask him, is it true huh? that during the Dhamma ending age and all things, then they want to know when is the Dhamma ending age. They say, now is the Dhamma ending age. Well, you don't take it seriously. To you, is the Dhamma ending age. So, in the West, however, it is not the Dhamma ending age. Huh? See? You could say it is the proper Dhamma age because he went over to America. <laughs> transmit the Dhamma there, understand? So this is because the Buddha Dhamma had just been transmitted to the West and it's just beginning to flourish. So many Americans like to sit in Dayan meditation, is it? And this is a sign of the proper Dhamma age. So a lot of these people where the Dhamma has been there very long, eh, until that like Tunhuang civilization all over, that's why you can say it's Dhamma ending age because it no longer has the what they call causes and condition to flourish. It's like all civilization, the rise and fall of civilization. So Dhamma is the same. You look at the what they call the heaven of Buddhism or the Buddha's teaching. When the Buddha around, it flourished, it came out. But a few hundred years after the Buddha, you can see the thing go down. Then until, of course, later, when the Dhamma was transmitted to China, the Mahayana brought it up again until the Sixth Patriarch. It was predicted when the Sixth Patriarch come, the Dhamma will flourish again. That's what it happened. So until now, Unless there are great beings that can do all this work, it's not easy. So if you don't have the affinity, you cannot meet them. There is no way. Okay, I read this and I finish. But the Dhamma door of the Buddha recitation can be cultivated in the proper Dhamma ending age. And it can also be cultivated in the Dhamma, sorry, proper Dhamma age and the Dhamma ending age, eh? both also can. So the Dhamma door of Buddha recitation 
can be cultivated during any period at all. So if you are not making progress with other methods or uh, way of cultivation, you can cultivate the Dhamma door of Buddha recitation. That's why they feel that this is easier for most people. Okay, we end here. Huh? I mark this page. Okay, we are on page 485. Huh? Actually, Alicia texted to me. He said, hopefully by her sharing, it can give faith to Kayamita. I said, Sadhu, very good. So now we have the honor to invite Sister Alicia to share about a recent trip to Utai San huh? with Reddy and Song Day or anything. Okay. Good evening, Brad yeah. Mrs. Stu, and all Kayamita. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you are, can speak in Mandarin, no problem. Uh, my experience uh, uh, encounter, so please uh, uh, give me a little time to listen to me. As soon as we... Joasan,就是其实我阿松,Freddy,还有Freddy的卡子,跟一个China的friend,就是五个人,一辆车。然后我们就开车去,其实那个,那个journey是九百公里。Yeah, so, when we go to 然后那个车就摇了一下 是一个树林，对，那你怕有蛇啊，或者是什么东西，你就是四周围这样observe Mm-hmm. 
这么我我是问我自己为什么没有感觉？ Yeah. 没有没有做梦也没有头晕， yeah. 是没有感觉。Very strange because last time I remember every time we go out to Sampo Temple, she Alicia and PG must sit in front one because they got classic one, basic and all those things. That's why this trip, huh, is like meant to be something happened because her affinity with Tizang Wang Pusa is very exceptional.、Uh, Last time, you those who have heard her share and me share, you will know、uh, that chanting came to her, and she didn't know that was Tizang Wang Pusa chanting until later on she heard it on the internet,、uh, and a lot of things just happened.、Mm. Yeah, continue. Yeah, Sadio. Ah, Radio Two, we went up to Sun. Uh, actually, it's already late. About ten o'clock, we went to eat lunch. Then we just sat and waited. Then the next day, because because his cousin is not familiar, so we get a tourist to guide us. So our next day is very successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we live in the neighborhood of Rosenbaum Temple. 隔壁哇哈沙都各各几几一个一个牌匠嘛，就一个牌匠、啊，对对对。所、so, 以那天我就没有什么的，因为人很多，因为上夜那天，所以没有什么做到来，然后就是去逛逛逛逛看一下了。Yeah, yeah, yeah. 然后第二天的早上我又起得很早，六点我就起来，然后我又回去那个洛森宝殿那边、嗯、又再去。嗯，然后我就去那边，然后我就 pay respect。嗯，起初我是去 exercise， 然后我就去呃、uh, pay respect。嗯，是的。然后 pay respect， pay respect， 然后，然后我又不想走，我又想回去吃早餐，<笑>但是我又不想走，我又不明白为什么。呀呀。Yeah, yeah. 然后我就看到原来那个地上王菩萨个旁边那边有一尊观音菩萨。哦，是的。然后我就在那边呃，我看到了之后，我就很欢喜，我就在那边 pay respect。嗯。Pay respect, pay respect. Then after that, then I just ask myself, I'm here to do what? Then, but the message is that you help the poor. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm very surprised. Huh? Then I didn't think too much. Then I got the poor, then I went back to the hotel to eat breakfast. Then we continued our itinerary. We went to the mountain to 地藏王菩萨那个呃 statue 那边、啊，其实那边呃，当你在山下看上去的时候，你会觉得哇，我们已经挺累的，然后我们又 ，you know， yeah, yeah, yeah. 但是我当我 first thing 我定了位置，我要上去，我一定要上去， yeah. 然后我就讲 OK， 那我就先念地藏王菩萨的佛号，嗯，然后当我开始念的时候，好像其实不是对我心里面的是。观音菩萨的佛号一直都在，但是要念地藏王菩萨，你知道，来，就 OK， 我就开始念，起初就念念念，但是哈、哦，自行念了，没有念出声音的心念，嗯，然后走到差不多一小段的时候，嗯，那我觉得我发觉到是呃，脚步跟禅定是 S one 啊 ，S one， 所所以我上去的时候是很轻快的，叭叭叭叭就上去了。对对对对 ，because of the awareness， 对、uh, ，然后上到去、嗯，然后我等到阿松来的时候，我们两个就绕佛，嗯，很好，绕佛绕了三次之后，然后就有一个地方，他们所谓的抱佛脚，就是 Brother 就讲的抱佛脚。<笑> yeah. 
过后你们到金顶了啦，那个时候。对，我们、啊、呃，我们在那个。Quite a distant one, the walk, I remember. Quite a distant. 呃，到最、啊、最高那边的九十九米的、啊，然后我们就去那个包佛脚那个、嗯，然后你 you have to go、yeah, 嗯、下去。Yeah, yeah, yeah. 然后我就去到那边，我看见他们在。有些爬上去他的脚拍照，有些又抱着他的脚，<笑>但是我做不到。Yeah, you won't do. You won't do an excavator. No, 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 no need to follow. Yeah, 我我我我不懂我要做什么，然后我就跟他说讲，哎，要不然我们去他的旁边 meditate 一下，看、yeah. have a feel of it。但是当我一坐下去，不是这样。Yeah. 然后我就呃这样子在四周围逛逛了一下，看看一下、嗯嗯，然后忽然间他很自然的，整个身体就倒下去他的脚，啊、我我整个人好像就是好像像妈妈抱起孩子这样这样，我就整个身贴下去，我的脸贴在他的脚，他给我的 understanding 是外面的所有的。你要从里面去 ，away、yes. 去 outside。Correct。所以，我 suddenly 我啊，原来是这样啊。Yeah, it's so, from that nature that manifests everything. That's why when you are inside, you can understand everything. When you are outside, you are with the mundane mind. You are lost in thought. There is no way you can comprehend what is going on. So the awareness nature within is the most important. The psychotivation is about staying with the true mind, the silent mind, the awareness nature. Only that one can understand nothing else. It's not the thought. The thought is always thought-based knowledge. Very good, very good. Yeah. Yeah, Virgil. Actually, I think this time I went to this time is the biggest takeaway. Because it helped me understand the outside phenomena. Everything不是真的，所以你要从呀，你要从里面的去aware，outside。所以外面的是manifestation嘛，但是假象哦，但是那个呃，diamond时代啊，一切有为法嘛，如梦幻泡影，that是the meaning，because的external manifestation是within的
you are you really create magic. It makes your conscious like very real. Uh, like you close your eye, everything gone. The moment you open, it manifests already. Everything arises already. Whatever you come to perceive, the conscious world, the phenomenal world, they arise already, like exist. But what is all this? It's dreamlike, illusionary. Not what you think. When your nature see, it see the reality. It see all the movement, the manifestation. Then you know. He know you, he know me. Everything is just the way it is. Like the Buddha said, condition like that, things will be like that. Thing is just the way it is. Cannot be otherwise. Well, this is reality. Suchness. Reality is. Truth is. Cannot be otherwise. You can, like, hold on to your memory, your views, your opinion, your conditioning, your belief system, and one thing's your way. As long as it's not nature's way, you suffer. Because the thing that decides is nature's condition. Nothing to do with what your mind wants, what you hold on to. That one is your own creation. So, the cultivator of the way can see all this, can understand all this. So when you're on spiritual trip, when you have affinity, the dreaming. That's why last time I remember when I went to Jiuhua San, Wutai San, the nature's energy of this dreaming, they are very strong, even Puto San, even Ermi San. So when you have cultivated the awareness nature, you can draw. That's why I came to know they are ever radiating for the cultivator of the way. But their nature is there. It's how sensitive you are how much cultivation you have developed to be able to tap and draw upon their nature's manifestation. So all this is what the spiritual understanding and cultivation is. But theirs is wisdom and energy born of their cultivation, their perfection, their wisdom, their whatever perfection over their course of cultivation. And this is what they can help cultivate all the way and cut short your training. That's why a lot of time the spiritual trip that I go, it arrives because of causes I need. When I need to go certain places, the sign will come, the nature will understand, and it will move. Then when it's there, you will know that it's meant to be. Like a lot of things is meant to be. So continue here. Yeah. Yeah,从九华山出来然后我们去到黄山的时候我们走黄山的时候一个很strange的thing 然后很过了几个几个微然后我一直看看看然后忽然 inside 
，以前你不是怕高？对对对，那什么？现在没有怕高。You you were no one because your seeing is different already. Your understanding is different already. So all this childhood thing that you gone through one no more. Like during the early day when I was very young, yeah, I because of what my mother they all tell me, yeah, Chinese tradition and custom, you scared of darkness on yourself when you sleep alone in a dark place, especially in my hometown where electricity I think is a priceless commodity, and my father that time I think. One of the few shopkeeper that can afford to buy the bulbs and all those thing and light it up. The rest all go kerosene and candlelight. So, so they try to save on electricity, of course. Then they try to minimize. So, my father only spend money for me to study. The desk underneath where I study got two fluorescent tube, huh? Very bright on. Huh? And she he spend the money. Huh? Then when they off that one, ah, uh, when I was young, nine o'clock, ah, uh, all the whole kampung, ah, uh, dark, lights off already. <laughs> that was the uh, civilization. No entertainment, nothing, ah, uh, uh, and the shop closed already. So nine o'clock, ah, uh, so normally what I do is I will study until ten o'clock. Then I will sleep. Uh, then. The routine is like, but when light off, ah, really pitch dark one, the whole area. Uh, then the toilet is not our normal modern toilet, no bucket system one, no, where the aroma from the wind, no, extra smell. Uh, uh, then when you drop the thing, ah, uh, the 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 water also can splash out. Uh, so these are the thing you experience that normal people don't go through. That's why all this. It's like when you were young, you experience. But funny, when I grew up also, I look back. Like when you were young, that was the condition at that time, and you will have those phobia, fear of darkness, and all those things. And like at that time, ah, certain time of the year, I feel very cold. We are not enough clothing at that time. But as you grow up with the understanding, that all this disappear. Later on, I not only don't have fear of darkness or what, that nature can be like completely within. Then, like nobody inside there, or no, like that whole thing is with that nature. There's no fear thing, and that manifestation become very different. Then, all the superstition, all those things, like completely rooted out, or after I. Came to know the Dhamma after nineteen eighty nine. Oh, then that mind all transformer. That's why you will go through this process and experience all this, like your car signal no more. But when I know how to accord and flow and move with it, ah, that's why in the bar last time I advise you, you just flow with it. Don't resist. Resistance is creating what they call ah, ah. Like 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 negativity, where you resist and so then you try to balance back and all those things. But you echo and flow, it's very beautiful. Like the whole thing is one. Ah,、uh, like you're walking, when the breath and the awareness become one, ah,、uh, you don't feel tired. There is a lot of joy. There's a lot of energy. 
then the spiritual authority is there. So all this you will come to understand, you will come to learn. And this is what cultivation is all about. That all these manifestations, they will unfold. So your high phobia, your classic, or slowly, slowly, it will like completely be understood and overcome, and you become different again. Very good. Continue, Sadhu. Uh, he told me and Raymond no. Raymond was carrying Yun Chan's bag also, two bags, no? and I only one bag. No? Then I also cannot take it already. We are so far. No? Then I asked the Tao Yu, hey, Tao Liao Miao. He said, Hen Ching Liao, Hen Ching Liao. I tell you, uh, the Hen Ching, uh, the 10 minutes uh, can be another hour. No? They have followed crazy. No? Then finally, uh, Raymond cannot take it also. But he was two bags. No? Then he came and said, Bro, Tio, um, Toi Long. Then I Confronted the fellow,是啊,自助到我到。哦,then he want us to see so that we don't complain. Eh? But he doesn't know. Everybody is so tired now with the lucky. You know? He's not here to see all this. You know? He's here to actually, for the first time, we go there, we want to experience all this. So later on, only he understands. That's why after that, another 15 or 20 minutes, we reached the hotel. And we were the first to reach. The rest all take their own so time, follow him on a go Holland one round and recover. Uh, so we we were indeed quite fortunate. And because of that, I realized the Huang San, uh, the nature is different. They don't have that type of wisdom energy, but the stillness energy is there because these are mountain. The vibration of the granite, everything, a very still one. The formation, the cloud, the nature. That's why you go to different place, you detect different energy. Yeah. Like Xinjiang, a lot of this stillness energy of the Chaoyuan, the grassland, the high mountain range, the snow cap, they are very pristine, scenic, and all those things. And the vibration is very different, and it's very still. Yeah. But when I was at the Pakuazhen, oh, the energy is different. That one very strong means they really have understanding of that formation. Yeah, you want to take us there again? <laughs> <laughs> I already told you it's all condition arising. I won't go there again uh, unless it's special condition. Yeah, no point. Then at this age, uh, you all better while well, you can still move. Uh, uh, you have condition. Otherwise, don't force. Uh, then my advice, don't go south, go north. 
North is where that thing is. The nature and all those things. Okay, continue, sorry.所以我们要把它拆成一个山路那个山路就石头路很难走但是它是石轮卡嘛但是它跑得很快所以那个车走到还没有到它的家的时候已经有一点出了一点问题然后我们就停下来 然后再过去就是又continue又再走，但是我是想说这这一切的一切我们没有一点的negativity，因为我是很把我自己这个所谓的全部交给地藏菩萨，所以我没有一点都没有怕，所以当他的车回到他的cousin brother的家的前面哦，就是说来，啊，整台车就停在那边，整个大家跌出来。哇！然后那个Bumper跟这个大家就卡在那边。哇，我们每个就下车，you no就找该修车的修车，该干嘛的就干嘛就。哦，OK。就我们就去他家吃饭咯。嗯嗯。吃饭，因为那天是地藏菩萨蛋。哦，啥都。所以我们去到他家，他们的的传统就是你一去到他
在那当下，你不会怕，你也不会说，对，对呃，干嘛我坐了这个破车来？<笑>干嘛这个？干嘛那个？就完全没有。<笑>对，其实我我其实 radio 讲真的，当我还没有上他的车，我里面已经有一个 message 跟我说。坐你的车可以吗？真的有这个， yeah, 但是我不可能讲出来， yeah, 因为他也是很诚心的。Yeah, yeah, yeah. 你可以跟阿松、叫阿松分享一点，他们真的跟我们 sincere, 对、嗯、跟我们走这一趟真的不容易，对对不容易，真的不容易。嗯、我我其实是非常感恩，为什么？因为我跟他跟地藏王菩萨结下的姻缘，还有我这一趟去，可能就是因为就是。一个 beginning，、嗯、然后我是里面是心想，嗯、我当我去到我是 full of joy， 如果开了咪当，如果有兴趣、嗯，我们还可以再去，嗯、因为我还要去，嗯、还要想要去还，嗯、就是说把开了咪当跟地藏王菩萨结下这个 affinity 的这个使命这样子，嗯嗯嗯、所以所以其实有惊无险，我其实坦白说我没有急，因为我相信。该什么该发生的就会发生，该怎么的就怎么。It meant to be, will be. Yeah, 所以当当我回来，我 reflect 回去哦，我、uh. 我们那个车其实，在 highway 已经抖的不能走了，<笑>不能走，真的不能走。<笑> yeah, 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 但是我们是逼着我们走。因为没有选择，你你的车就必须必须得还有三百公里才叫才到泉州。So 当下有些人会说哦。不要走了，不能了，不能。但是不能，他的 cousin brother 也很 confident， 嗯，走，叫那个 driver 直走不了，嗯，就就呃，半路我们就停喽，停 rest 一下又再走、嗯。其实整个这个行程回来，我心里面是再 reflect 回去，整个所有所有所有的发生。全完全没有的安排的，对对对，我只是上了那台车，呀 ，echo and flow， yeah, yeah. 本来说是去黄山先的，然后改去九华山，就，你知道他们讲什么，我们就跟着走了， yeah, yeah, yeah. 因为我们大家都是一个呃，就好像阿松这样，我这样，我们大家是一个 yeah, yeah, yeah. 呃，就说。我们明白，人家陪我们出来已经很不容易了，很感恩了。嗯、所以我，我我在整个的这个过程里面学到很多很多 Bradio、嗯。首先，我要感恩 Bradio 所<笑>所教给我的所有的佛法， yeah, yeah, 让我在这一个这么所谓的精神的的行程里面。That is where the test is, and so the thing will manifest. Sometimes is like. Meant to be for you to go through, so that you understand. Even our trip to Xinjiang, I tell you, they don't know what happened. Actually, before we went, I already sent something like the trip is meant to be, and like all our spiritual trip, the weather, everything will be very beautiful, very conducive. Like something is there to take care of all things. So actually, when we reach、uh, the first night, ah.、Uh, We got two flight, Urumuji, almost ten something already. Then the Taoyu met up with us, took us to the bus, then told us what now. He said, one week before, before we arrive, it has been snowing and raining nonstop before we arrive. So it seems the Kanas area, the Highland area, the Taoyu, the places is all snowing. 
Then he said, when the forecast still no good, a lot of rain and all this thing. And inside my heart, I just smile. I said, never mind, let things be. Then the end. Then after that, he was so surprised. You know. Day after day, over the whole 11 days, either sunny or windy or cloudy, no rain. You know. Whatever rain is very like drizzle, very light, and it's not an issue at all. Then go to all the high mountain where it's supposed to be very cold and all that. He said, suddenly, surprisingly, it's supposed to rain, better forecast, never rain. Then the sunshine came out, the heat. That's why it became very conducive. Then what happened, the most amazing thing is that day 26, we're supposed to leave Urumuchi, uh, 25th, sorry, leave Urumuchi, go to Guangzhou, and stay the night, the next morning, early flight. You know what happened? 26 that morning, early flight. Uh, the moment we fly out, uh, we reach KL, uh, then the next morning we receive this video. Uh, that whole Kanas area when we were there, snow again, uh, until the bus top all full of snow then the command was if we were there we would have been trapped then i wrote a very uh, wielded message and i said now only we all start to understand how lucky we were how fortunate we were while we were there the 11 day either sunny or windy or cloudy and hardly any rain or snow and it's like meant to be. That's why they are very happy. Uh, but they don't know what happened. Because when you have that parami, things will go your way. So do not worry, do not panic. And when I was there, the bus, uh, I look at the driver. He's a Muslim. But he's a good driver. Then I look at the buyer. I say, I travel so long in China. The tire never punctured on it. The bus tire, no? and we also travel uh, every day three, four hundred kilometers. No? That eleven day uh, is almost, I think, three, four thousand kilometers easily. Uh. Oh. Of course, one of the is we take the high speed rail, five hour, but that bus driver drive ten hour to reach that that place where we supposed to meet him. So all these are. Uh, that's why meant to be will be uh, nothing happened or uh, the tire on oh, no problem. Uh. Oh. So I think they must have some form of maintenance or what. That's why you go by all this public transport that they cater for. Uh, I realize in China the bus driver they are very good. Especially Utaisan are uh, so winding and mountainous no. Uh. Uh, then last time I remember we went to this one Nielkoa, you remember? Uh. Wow, so winding, you no know, go down valley, come out, everything in the curve, everywhere. And nothing happened, no. Oh. The whole trip, uh, I look at it, it's a marvel, man. Not to have, not to say accident, or no. Tire puncture also don't have. Uh. Oh. And the whole bus are uh, like non-stop uh, for so many days. Uh. So sometimes things are really amazing. And... Because I think in China, the drivers, are, they got do maintain. I realize they wash their bus on. They are very proud and they check the tires, everything. And I haven't seen it break down. Yeah. Maybe after that trip, they will send it to the shop and take another bus or what. Yeah. 
Yeah, you better continue another seven more minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh,Brodio,that's about all.Uh,其实,其实我回来之后,我发觉到我的meditation,你好像不一样。不一样了,嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。
当你真真的 call to my brain， 就以前你说 call to my， yeah, 我也不明白。Yeah, yeah, 但是当你真的 ，you know， visualize 他们的所谓的慈悲， you have the faith, 对、uh, 他们的慈悲，他为众生的付出， correct, 所有对，所以你你就会有一个不一样的感觉，然后你们你的心就跟来跟他很相应。对对对。因为我们挂念他，他也挂念我们， yeah, 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 好像不然就讲他们 ready、yeah. 来。They are ever radiating their nature for the cultivator of the way, and it connects the tower, really connects the tower, and you draw, you know, and you know, you know, then you a lot of gratitude and like joy, then you thank them. That's why I always say you must thank all the great beings for their blessing, protection, and guidance, and all this, they are all the time there. Helping and doing all this because of affinity, because of what you understand and you make that what they call aspiration. That's why every time you pay respect, you should have gratitude and thank them for all the blessing, protection, and guidance. These three things very important. So protection is for for my mind. That's why when you travel, you are safe. Blessing is. The blessing of the Dharma protector, everything you will be like protected, blessed, taken care of.、Uh, then guidance is the understanding that you need at that time. It will manifest.、Uh, you will unfold. Very good, Sadhu. Yeah, Brother. Uh, uh. Actually, we past lives and past lives, or many things, many things, we have done many things. Yes. But if we are 诚心的改过，对，就好像 Bradio 讲，呃，安古利马拉放下屠刀就立，杀了这么多人，都没事。嗯，所以我想跟大家讲，其实我也是一个很坏、很坏的人。<笑>所以，当我告诉我自己我要改过，我一定要改过。嗯，然后菩萨就一直在改我。对对对。Especially 地藏王菩萨，那让我吃素那几年。Yeah, yeah, yeah. 就是给我洗掉所有的一切的业障，业、啊、障、啊。嗯，所以感恩，呃，谢谢大家听我的分享，感恩阿弥陀佛。阿弥陀佛 ，Let us rejoice. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Very good. So song one maybe next round, eh? Thursday class. <laughs>、uh, the next Thursday class two days time, eh? So that one you can get song to share. Is thirty days retreat second part and maybe whatever Juhasan experience.、Eh? Okay. The other thing that I want you all to understand is when Joy was here today, we even talk about、uh, because there are other things that is related. Then we say, what will happen if people have、uh, too wrong view, delusion, do a lot of all those things? Then I quoted the same, is it by Angulimala? Yet he became an Arahan. That's why you must have affinity. The affinity with this great being, you don't know one. Then sometimes out of delusion, during the course of samsara, you don't know what you do. Anasana. Even I gave her the example, like the Chincha incident, the Buddha went through. And also the the meal that he is forced to take,、uh, that 
upset his stomach and all those things. But sincerely offered by the owner, they invited him. It's because during the distant part when he was a kid, he didn't know there was a Pacheka Buddha come as a kid. He go and take sand and put it into his body. That's why he suffered that coming. And Chicha incident is because certain line he did certain thing that caused people to be accused of blame. Then he cannot, even as a Samasabhada. So no cultivator can be free of delusion, delusional uh, activity of the path. Where samsara is very long. That's why I used to share with you all. Don't think you already a great cultivator. Very unlikely you will do wrong thing or have negative karmic conditioning. You, you can go and believe all those, but I can warn you. Along that distant past, samsara, what you have done, you may never understand. So that's why I say to avoid condition so that there is no or little condition for it to manifest is very important that's what my nature know that's why because of that i realized so far so good that's huh? uh, very lucky nothing of this unfold yet. because like sometimes i used to share with people last time my physics teacher asked me why i locked my car you remember the new car i bought yeah. I told him that time the artist, the new car were very popular. A lot of people want to steal. I told him not because I don't have confidence. I have love and compassion for those things that might happen. They don't know who my nature is and they go and steal my car and get into trouble. Then I say, you might as well, you think like that. No need to lock your car. Put the car key there with the engine running. You see what will happen to your car. Because you avoid the condition. You make it more difficult for people to steal and do it. So that is to prevent unnecessary coming. Because this type of coming, when it happens, it hit back, it can be very severe. So if you have all this understanding, you attend to all this, it will mitigate a lot of things. That because of what you did, it actually gave rise to a what they call karmic conditioning that can help you to avoid all this and so So that in future, none of this, even during the non-sasana, when you are born in civilization or period of existence, where there is no Dhamma, you also won't get lost because of your karmic inheritance, because you are so concerned and so caring, then you will not end up committing all these things. Otherwise, you never know, because when you allow the condition to manifest, it can just happen. Like you leave the car with the engine running and the key there, you are in Dubai different. I was told in Dubai you leave the car running, nobody take your car. But the penalty is very severe. <laughs> and they got camera everywhere like China. <laughs> so all these are the understanding. Yeah? Okay, I think we should end. Yeah? Let us rejoice. <laughs>
Sadio, Sadio, Sadio. Okay, let us share it. Akasata Chabomata, Ranaga Mahindika, Punyang Tang Anamodito, Chirang Rakan Tuloka Sasana, Ita Ota Chamehi, Sampadan Punya Sampadan. Sabi Deva Anumodantu Sabasampati Siddhiya Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Idang Menya Tinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo Deo Satukalina Sasa sampati hetu cha, fito bawa tu loko cha, raja bawa tu damiko, imina punyang kamina, mami bawa semagamu, satang semagamu otu, yawa nivana patia, sadu, sadu. Sadhu. Okay, you all can now pay respect mindfully to Lord Buddha, Kuanyin Bodhisattva, and all the worthy ones. Eh? Then we end. Eh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay.